This is the Search Hustle Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and share the methods, tools, and experiences that we handle every week as digital marketers working with SMBs, franchises, e-commerce, and startups to help them grow their business. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about a couple questions that I continually hear people asking of SEO companies and SEO strategists. The first one is, how much does SEO cost? And this is always a funny question to me because the difference between products at Walmart and Target and really high-end stores, it's not even comparable. It's like quality versus quantity. Some companies out there, they're trying to sign up as many customers as they can, and they're really not providing a high-end, impactful SEO product. They're really just trying to check a box for clients. And so that product could oftentimes cost 100 to $150 a month. Then you have SEO companies that are trying to provide high-end SEO service, actually trying to have sustainability, trackability, wins in the SERPs, customers that can get impression loads that turn into clicks, that turn into leads, that turn into repeat customers, that turn into year-over-year growth. These type of SEO companies, they're going to have many people on their team. And they're not just going to use automation to produce a templated website for you that really will gain no traction or very little traction I should say. With these high-end prices you could be a thousand to five thousand dollars a month depending upon how much work is being done, how much content is being written, how many technical SEO people are on that team. When when you talk about technical SEO people you're talking about web developers, you're talking about true technical people that write schema markup and can change HTML, CSS, JS on the fly and can create more optimized versions of those things for speed and shortcuts. These things, they lead to faster websites. They lead to more optimized websites. They lead to changes that align better with Google's continual changes, uh, which is about one a day. And some would say they do hundreds of changes in any given year. And so some some will say they've done 500, 600, 700 changes. That's, that's like one a day. Sometimes too. So if you have a really good SEO strategist, that person is going to cost upward of six figures a year. And then you've got coders and developers that are fifty to seventy thousand dollars a year. You've got technologists. You've got coordinators, people that do reporting. You could be looking at a good agency could have upward of three hundred thousand dollars a year or more in these salaries alone. So think about that. You're talking about somebody paying $100 to $150 a, a, a month. It, what does that equate to? $1,200 to $1,800 a year versus clients that expect to spend 1000 to 2000 to $3,000 a month and end up spending $24,000 to $36,000 a year to an agency. And that's, that's only a fraction of an annual cost of an employee. Not to mention after you pay taxes on that employee, add another 20%. So if you had one developer, a web developer, you're talking about paying them $50,000 a year. They're not going to be good at social. They're very likely not going to be great at SEO, or and they're very likely not going to be a content writer. So with a good agency, you're getting access to social media people. You're getting access to people with reporting skills. You're getting access to SEO strategists, web developers, content writers, project managers, oversight, people that have oversight ability from the analytics all the way down through the technical SEO components. You could be gaining access to $500,000 a year of employees for a measly 20k a year. So when someone says, well, how much does SEO cost? It depends what you're, depends what you're paying for. Are you paying for a true agency that's got 
skill sets across the board or are you just paying for a website that checks the box, hey, we have a website? That's not going to do anything. Next question I hear is, once I start SEO, how long will it take to get rankings? And the truth is, we can't predict that. We'll pop up a client and it's weird. We'll pop up a client and within a couple of weeks, immediately their inbox is full of leads. And so what I like to tell people is competitors, it's, it's market forces. Competitors define how soft these keywords that you're trying to win for are and how many incumbents are out there already. How many people are already fighting for this money in the digital space? Sometimes it's real soft. Sometimes there's already signals out there that all you needed to do was update your footprint, your web pages, add more pages, do you modify those pages, get a GMB up with some reviews, connect it all together, get the directories lined out, get good quality content and a good brand messaging and a good brand system up. Actually spend some money there coupled with your ad strategy, which you probably already had, or maybe a sales team that already knows who buys your products. We see that a lot in the oil and gas space. But once you couple it, your strategy with this SEO web development piece, it can sometimes be on immediately. And we have other clients that it could take two, three years. And we've had these clients wait two, three years to really see the return on their investments. And then when those times come, these people just multiply every year. It's 100% growth, 150% growth, a year over year growth. And they're like, I can't tell you how many leads we're getting in our email contact, how many times a day the phone rings with new clients, people, how'd they hear from us? Google, from different channels that we now have them embedded in. And that authority can take time, and that's a, a continual process, and it costs money because you create new content. You stay in aligned with how Google is changing their algorithm and what they want from a website and, and what changes they're making, like WebP or Core Vitals, uh, Web Core Vitals and things like that, and what's coming down and how Google says, hey, we want websites like this now. That stuff continually changes changes and you want a team that can stay on top of those things. It's not cheap, but I have never not seen it pay off. I've only seen it not pay off when people have given up on it too soon. It always works out when people stay committed to the process and allow their SEO to actually dig in because you can see it start to win and you know there's a tipping point where all of a sudden you're in the right positions for the right terms and then all of a sudden the faucet's on and those leads that were once your competitors are now yours. Another question we, we often hear, how long will it take to see increase in traffic? Traffic is connected to keyword positioning and so keyword position you're going to have th thousands of keywords that your website will rank for. Each page will rank for a certain set. And then you'll, you'll track those and make sure that that page is really targeting the specific keywords that we want it to and that it's winning for questions that might be towards the bottom of the funnel. Or maybe that page is supposed to rank for questions that are at the top of the funnel. Um, very high impression loads, maybe low intent to buy. But it helps us to establish an expertise, authority, and trust. And then when they are eventually buying and they no longer can DIY things, they find us at the bottom of the funnel, maybe in our local pack or in an ad, or just with a web page that's winning organically for a BOFU term. How long does it take? First, we've got the get the keywords to rank in Google. And that could take time. If a website's new, you change your, your hosting, you change your URL, you change your content management system, you change your theme, you change your content, you change your pages, where they're located, what the structure looks like, you're changing a lot of things. And if you do a rebrand, a name change, it could take even longer. If you're just making optimizations on top of optimizations, then it's a little bit quicker because you're already in place. Now you're just trying to tweak your strategy. So it really depends on all the things that you're changing at once. What are What is the agency you're working with? 
changing for you. Are they spending time indexing, re-indexing those things with Google Search Console? Are they tracking it in real time to make sure there aren't any mistakes? Because there can always be mistakes along the way. Things could be hidden from search engines or something. URL structures could have C names bleeding through. There's a lot of weird things that can happen in the process. And the quicker and the better tracking you have, like when we kick a website live, we have like a battery of audits we do immediately is we don't want to have a month of dropout in data, dropout of the SERPs. We don't want to lose any traction. We don't want to be liable for those things. And so we try to eliminate as many mistakes as we can. So if you're just optimizing upon optimizations, then you already have positioning with these keywords or queries. So then it's just looking at what position they are in Google Search Console and getting a, a keyword that's position 30 to be position 20 and then getting it to move up to page one. And so you're slowly trying to figure out which of those keywords are going to turn into clicks, leads, repeat customers, high five-star reviews. That's the science. That's the art trying to figure those out. We are always moving one keyword up and then it turns out not to fill our hopper with leads. We move that one down. We reset the page to another keyword that we might be seeing in Search Console. We test it out, but you, it, it takes time. You can't just switch it one day and say, okay, this isn't working. You actually have to change the some of the keyword density, change some of the other things on the page to line up if you do a keyword change. And so those things, you really have to have like a holistic approach. Okay, if we're gonna, re, if we're gonna give this a shot at a new keyword, then we really need to kind of uh, weave that throughout the page. You can't just switch uh, H1 or the meta title and expect some miraculous difference. Once you have the queries ranking in the SERPs, you're gonna to start to get impressions. And if you're on page position 10 on page one, then that's an impression. And you, you see your impression loads go up, but your click loads don't go up. It's possible that you've moved up a page. Um, you'll be still low end on that you know, first or second page. So you'll get the impression when someone opens up that, that query and all 10 serve. Even if they didn't scroll down to 10, that's still an impression, but we won't get the clicks. So we might see our impressions start to spike and that's a good thing. We're, we're starting to get on better pages, but then slowly we want to, hopefully people will interact with the page and Google will say, see that our option is, is good. They move us up even further. We start to get more clicks and then those clicks will eventually turn into to potential leads or things that are down our funnels, whether they get onto an email marketing campaign or sign up for something, visit the store or buy from us. Also, just consuming our content can be a good thing too. The time it takes, it, it really all follows the keyword positioning in Google. And when they start to move the SERPs, we'll start to get impression loads and then it'll turn to click loads and then it will come down through leads and return turn business and word of mouth, the whole thing. Another question is, should we do PPC? And the answer is almost always yes. If you have the budget for CPC, PPC, then you certainly should do that. No SEO strategy out there is going to put you in great position for every keyword you're targeting. Certainly there are limitations with ad spends and not all agencies are good at SEO and PPC. You have to really look for an agency that's good at both, or you have to have an agency that has a relationship with someone that's good with the one thing that they don't. Don't. You do need the information shared in-house. Uh, your SEO team needs to understand how the PPC is doing, how pe people are interfacing with those ads. Language is working, and then you can weave that, weave that stuff back into the language of the page, and they both work together. And you're going to get some great insights from Keyword Planner. You'll get always get some great insights from Ahrefs, SEMrush, those types of tools. You certainly want to be trying to buy clients, especially if the lifetime value is way over the cost of acquiring that client, and the cost of acquiring the client could be hundreds of dollars, certainly if that client is worth thousands. Uh, and, and that client may not spend thousands with you until 
until a certain period of time, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, you don't know whatever that lifetime value is over, say, a five-year period, if you can keep them for five years, then that's really how you know how much you should be spending for a lead. And certainly you need to know what the cost of click is, how many clicks to a lead, maybe 2% or something like that, how many of the leads actually turn into clients, maybe another, you know, 10% of the leads turn into clients. And then you've got this equation that you slowly know what the click's worth, what the lead's worth, what the sale's worth, especially if you can keep them over five years, 10 years, you keep them forever. And you know that a typical or an average client's worth 10,000. Well, if I'm spending $1,000 on my ad budget, it's painful. It hurts. I don't get that money back for a year. It's called going underwater, but it's worth it um, if you've got a, a growth mindset. Certainly, we try to convince people that your SEO takes time. We're working on those things. You certainly need to also be spending money to get clicks, leads, and, and generating business now. Another question we hear is why should I continue SEO once I've gotten good rankings? And that's the thing is a good SEO company is going to get you on rankings pretty quickly. Usually a good SEO company is going to front load a lot of work, especially if you're in a retainer. Now, some agencies will just do it hourly and they can send you a huge $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 bill, $50,000 bill in a month and really load all of that content. In my opinion, it's better to be in a retainer where the work is metered out through the year so that you're using crawl budget over time. You're able to track the things that you've done. You're able to see where the content gaps still are. You're able to create a project or a process or a calendar of items versus just front loading everything and saying, you know, hey, Google, come and see all the new things. And, and I don't have a problem with that. As long as a customer can still be in a retainer to check check those things over time because nothing is a direct hit. The research is great, but now you need to see how Google is interfacing with it, how users are interfacing with it, what can be changed and iterated upon to improve it. And, and that's why I think retainers are, are good. Stay in your retainers. Stay for years with, with an SEO company. If you get a good one that's doing some good things in year one, give them a chance to work in year two. And if they're doing good things and continually doing good things for you don't rock the boat don't change what's working you see customers they, they try to get greedy and they leave a uh, an seo company or an agency that's gotten them there and certainly you need to be with an seo agency that's continually learning because this is the bleeding edge they need to be adding new service types they need to be adding more people to their team because things are opening up more and more and, and you have to have people that can focus on the things they have and you don't want to spread them too thin because if you if you've got a battery of clients 50 to 150 clients 200 clients maybe just a small group of 20 really expensive clients there's a lot of work there and the more expensive the client uh, the more work they require and the more people you need and so yeah you're going to be watching those things about your agency are they adding skill sets what are they learning are they actually doing that on their own site are they seeing good results am i seeing good results but don't leave them uh, stay with them help that agency with your money so if they're doing good things for you, if you're seeing return on that investment. Another question we hear is, can we just buy links? And certainly you can, and you can run the risk of getting penalized for that. There are good links out there. Directories, those are links. Um, buying ads with, with Google, those are links. Links from your social medias, those are all good links. It's not necessarily buying them. But if you find somebody that's like, hey, we're going to sell you links, I certainly would stay away from those things. If you're going to work with a digital PR company and they're going to try to get you some placements and, and write some content in some different places and link back to you. These are all fair game. They're expensive. There's not a guarantee that it will work for you. They are considered white hat things. 
They can help you get links back to your website. Certainly the best practice is to just keep writing great content. The more great content that you have the ability to write about that's in your expertise, that's in underneath your authority, that people will trust the content when it comes from your website like it came from your mouth, then there's no better way to generate uh, organic links. And they're healthy, they're good. People are going to write text and give context around those anchor links coming back at you. Certainly some links have to be hunted down. That is the reality. You, you can pay for directories, you can pay for a certain amount of links, but just be, be very cautious that you need to know who's doing that for you and you don't want bad links, junky links, low quality links, spammy links, porn links, these high-end links that don't have anything to do with your, your space or your niche. They're just not worth the time, the energy, or the money. Another question we hear is, can you guarantee my ranking with SEO? I certainly can guarantee your ranking. Yeah, I just can't guarantee how much it's going to cost you. It could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. It could cost you a million dollars. If you're willing to pony up the money, I certainly can uh, get you wherever you think you need to be. And so if you're like, yeah, I want to be number one for SEO, well, good. Be willing to spend every single dime of marketing budget to, to get there. I want to be number one for the word dog. It's, these are stupid things to, to want to rank for. But if you're like, hey, I want to be the number one plumber or the number one lawyer in this area, we certainly have no issue getting people into the top three. Nobody can guarantee one through three. That's that. There's just no way. There's Google algorithm is, there's so many factors involved. Are you going to be the client that goes and get gets reviews? Are you going to do what we say and get 500 reviews? Are you going to do that part of it? Like you've got a client that wants to be number one, but then they're not asking for reviews from every customer. But then you've got Joe Schmo over here that's got a third or a fourth of the budget, but he's getting five, six reviews a day and they're all five stars. There's so many factors here. Now, granted, the more money you spend on your SEO, the more likely you're going to rank well. The more content you can buy, the more content that can be researched and written, the better your strategy, the better your UX can be, the, the more reports can be looked at and generated. And so all all of these things are going to increase your likelihood of ranking well. Now, can anybody guarantee it? There's just no guarantee with SEO. Google and the, and the search engines are changing all the time. SEOs are really just trying to see what they do and what others do that works. And then they're just trying to implement that into their own strategies and taking a look at the search console analytics or data studio and trying to see, well, this moved these things up and these things moved down. How are our, how's our form doing? And these things moved up or these things moved sideways or didn't move at all. And how's our form doing? Are we getting more convertible traffic? Are we getting less convertible traffic? It's, it's, it's a mix. It's a soup. Certainly, you can spend a ton of money and you can get a really good SEO really fast. But the trick is to get something that's sustainable. Try to look at your SEO as like a three or a five-year program. Stay, stay with someone that can really help you with all those things. And they really should be filling all the gaps. Email marketing to get people back to the website. Local SEO, if it's applicable, getting those reviews on the GMB. Social media strategies, getting some of those people moving, like sharing, tweeting, retweeting, and talking about you. All very, very important. Writing high-end content. Retargeting these thing, these people with re with remarketing. Targeting them with ads on Google, Facebook, and the other, other sources. Having a holistic approach is the guarantee. That doing your best is the guarantee. Now, where you land, certainly you're going to have people that always have more budget. You could Your space could be targeted by people that have tens of millions in their budgets. And those things are not predictable. But what you can do is do your best, do it the right way, and it's always going to pay off. 
and uh, whether or not it pays off the way you want it to, that's another question, but it will always pay off. You'll always be able to see the needle move. It, your, your hard work and your good SEO work, they very rarely go unnoticed. So another question we hear is, can you get me ranked in general terms like lawyer? I, I, I try to stay away from one word keywords that people want to rank for. More often, the longer the query, the more bottom of the funnel the person is. You know, two word queries, that's great. Three word queries, fantastic. A geo-modified query, that's even better. If you're a local service or you have markets that you serve to, certainly these are, these are uh, queries. People are searching them because they have intent to buy. If you're trying to be at the top of the funnel for one word terms, you certainly need to be ready to spend a lot of money on content for that page and additional pages. Say if you're targeting lawyers, then you might be writing about 10, 15, 20 other pages that lawyers may want to read just additional content. I like to call these vertical, pa uh, horizontal pages. You will win. You can win with one, two words. You just need lots and lots of horizontal pages. It's like, okay, I click this page and it's, and I can see that all the content I'm looking for is here. But then there's all this additional content that I probably didn't know I need to know yet. And so it's like a Wikipedia page. I want to keep clicking and learning. I can. And those types of pages are, are really what you need to win the informational game. The word lawyer is an informational query. It's like super top of the funnel. I'm probably trying to learn what that even is or where I can go to school for that. There's so much. It's not targeted. It's not specific. It's wide open. I wouldn't even go for that. We can kind of figure out what the user intent behind that is. And it's wide open. There's so many user intents for one word. Like the, the word dog or carpet. Now carpet cleaning, it's getting a little cleaner. Carpet cleaning in is getting quite a bit more cleaner. If I add a geo modifier or a city, carpet cleaning in Tulsa, I certainly am starting to feel more bottom of the funnel. User intent feels they're trying to buy something. These are quite a bit more easy and they can be competitive with ads because people know somebody putting that query in is actually trying to buy. And certainly if they know what the cost of acquire a client is over the lifetime value, certainly they're willing, your competition is going to be willing to spend money on those queries. Another question we hear is which search engines receive the majority of searches? Everybody knows that. Amazon's up there. Facebook's up there. Your, your big social media is Google's the big search engine, but all of these engines, all of these softwares, you already know the top ones. And there's going to always be more and more engines out there or softwares that have traffic that people go there for certain things. And when you're trying to optimize search, that's where you want to be. You want to be where people are searching or looking for things, and especially if they're looking and potentially looking for what you have. And that's what we call optimization. It's just optimizing channels, channel optimization, search engine optimization, search optimization. It is the search hustle. How often do search engines update their algorithm? It's like daily almost. It's, it's, ridiculous. It's good. Um, at the same time, it leaves everybody wondering what's next. What do they decide for all the websites out there? Who are they deciding that will move up and move down? And, and certainly most of it, for the most part, has been pretty good. And, and we like these things, but somebody needs to be watching them. And that's why good SEO is often expensive. If you um, are looking to learn more things about search engines and web development SEO, certainly you can sign up at searchhustle.com. That's our online marketing school. We have a book coming out called Search Hustle, Leveraging the Digital Pipeline. If you're a business owner and you need a good agency to talk to, I'd love to talk to you. If you're a professional that wants to be on the podcast, I'd love to talk to you. If you're in the space, you've got a unique set of skills, let's just chop it up. And everyone else out there, keep growing your digital marketing skills. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Search Hustle podcast. If you're interested in learning more about digital marketing, taking your knowledge to the next level, be sure to check out searchhustle.com, where we've got tons of free content, stuff that we use every week to market businesses, as well as our in-depth digital marketing course. Start your search hustle today at searchhustle.com.